Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. The poetess is definitely in the house on the mic on this Friday evening. Have two hours of the best poetry and the hottest music. So definitely get in that zone and flow with me tonight because tonight's show is brought to you by Moscato. Check it out. Very nice, smooth drink. We're going to kick this off with some poetry, and I have chaos coming in with your smile. Back to the night I saw you. You know, the night we first met. You touched my soul, you stole my heart, but you had me. Oh, it must have been fate that brought you it to me. It must have been fate that you had me feeling this way. Had me feeling this way. Short of breath, we get my knees and Words. The brightness of your smile caught my eye, and my eyes looked upon your demeanor. My back pressed upon top of the road, which I drive my car. Ooh. You stroke my hand, and the energy of your touch released, released my poetic flow. 
the crowd vanished by your existence And the room was only lit by my glow It's something about the way that you look at me something about the way you look at me That had me feeling this way
Darling, you know it's hard for me sometimes to put my feelings into words. And I know because of all the hurt in my past, I tend to shy away from emotional commitment. But what I feel for you is so real and so strong. I couldn't walk away even if I wanted to. So baby, I'm yours. Original poetry after dark. Have you turned on your red light yet? We won't keep this going. I got more poetry and stuff for you guys tonight. E baby and five senses. Let's get it. There are five senses to the human body. See, hear, taste. Feel and smell, and baby, you affect all of mine. To see you, my eyes constantly glancing in your direction, sneaking a peek so not to be obvious as my wishful actions. The aura around me causes me to squint as it's staring into the sun, a vision of love. Unable to blink when you're in my sight, looking at you forces me to exercise the sin of lust. Gazing into your eyes and reading the inner you, observing your ways, viewing you through retina lenses, capturing God's creation, using peripheral vision for your hips as your skirt sways side to side, examining mental pictures called memories behind closed eyelids, watching how you make others feel happy to see you.
hear you. My eardrums addicted to your voice, listening to your soft words passing my earlobes and earshot away, concentrating on the sounds of your womanly moans when climaxing, mentally melting from sexual whispers that vibrate my spine. Heed your wants and needs, absorbing our conversations of togetherness and future family plans, taken in every consonant and vowel that leaves your lips and travels inside of my soul, ignoring rumors and gossip that pollute our airspace. Neighbors know our names from nighttime vocals through thin walls to hear you. Tongue taste buds travel up and down candy-coated thighs. Kissing your skin while sipping the perspiration. My lips smacking on seasoned female juices that run down my cheeks. Slurping vaginal love drops before they hit the sheet. Finger licking good. Finding Baskin Robbins 30-second flavor. Savoring you never spoils my appetite. A sprinkle of you, a pinch of you, a dash of you is always the finishing ingredient. I gulp you, sampling the calories of your inner pink chocolate, eating my dessert first, swallow to taste you. To feel you, holding you close, hugging you like a child to a teddy bear for comfort through the night. Massaging your neck and shoulders, lightly scratching your upper and lower back. Playtime pity pack games to get it started. Touching sensitive areas causing your body's limbs to flinch. Grasping with my inner palms. The nerve endings in my fingers are itching to graze you. Caressing breasts firmly while softly pinching the tips. Clawing and pawing at your clothes that's blocking me from my pride. Handle with care. To feel you. After showers, skin scented of the best oils and perfumes, taking whiffs of your fragrance as you dance before me, snorting the lines of your every essence that makes up your person, the stench of sex is in the air, a bloodhound for your adorable odor, the nose knows a good stink, am I pervert because I sniff your sleeping frame that rests in my arms, wishing I could roll you, spark you, and shotgun inhale you to my brain, so you can take over my body and
not in this lifetime, or even, even in the next. I could go a million places, meet a million girls, but none, none compared to you. None.
the original poetry after dark, Raheem Devine, She's Not You. What? And we have the economy with evolution. Growing up, my parents did everything they could to make sure that I do what's right. Tell me, try my best in school, do what the teachers say, and do not fight. Praise God every Sunday, because even though the world is rooted in darkness, you should choose the light. Don't break the law, obey the police, because we knew their might. Respect every woman, because it's their love that is true, not spite. But in my life, the contradictions came early. See, how is it that the first woman to leave me was the same one to birth me? And since that moment, every woman that knew how to love me were the same ones to hurt me. Asking God to cleanse my soul when I'm playing with the dirt feet. Looking to only be honest in my dealings with most when they choose to besmirch me. Since they want to play hard, I got to show them what a work be. Ever since I can remember, I've always been passionate. Cared about my surroundings, but never saw the need to be an activist. I mean, when you know what it's like to have your milk come in a box and your eggs in a bag with directions you just add water, you tend to focus more on having shit. Now, in the event that something happens in my family, of course, I'd be the first one to react to it. But I could see partners participating in actions that I knew would destroy my community. And even though I knew the impact of it, I turned my back to it. Because I figured that we were all chasing the same American dream, and that was just their way of grasping it. Looking to the world for answers to our questions, but being treated as if we were never asking it. Politicians better at playing the role instead of acting it. Treating those in the inner city as if they lacking wit. So they disregard our needs and they're looking for the next lobbyist and ask the kids. While in our community, police are positioning themselves as pacifists. But in reality, they are placing targets on the backs of kids, taking aim at our youth and attacking it. And if each new victim is claimed, the truth is buried in the facts and shit. Driving me want to look Lady Justice in the eye right before I smack the bitch. But instead, I'm choosing to create a lyrical arsenal and start stacking. Because witnessing these injustices, that eventually got to me. Had me out being the man I figured I got to be instead of the man I ought to be. Not respecting the man my grandfather fought to be. Disrespecting the life lessons that my father taught to me. I decided that I was going to be what others thought to be. Because even though the door was wide open for others, the opportunities seemed locked to me. So I praise the Lord on Sunday. But ultimately the paper chase had become a God to me. And for the man I am, I offer not a single apology. I have become a dichotomy. Two non-overlapping, often contradictory pieces that were born from just one part of me. I have become my namesake, Vincent Maurice.
gave him the number, I saw it in his eyes. She gave me the number, hmm, I'm surprised. Good conversation over the phone. He began to comfort me whenever I was alone. George was sweet, so nice and so neat. With any other guy, he didn't have to compete. George was mature, he made sure that he was the only man I'd ever adore. Girl, have you ever had a friend that you get with every now and then? I know for a fact George had a lot of girls. Spread out from state to state around the world. As long as he was smart and kept the girls in check. Make sure I never saw them and showed me respect. He didn't have to be loyal like men should be. I don't care about the other girls, just be good to me. But if I ever saw one, that would be the end. He couldn't kick the storyline if she was just a friend. The girls, I didn't care if I had lie. Because Georgie was used to making young girls
I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. The course is on the microphone. I want 30 minutes left in the show. Still waiting to keep this thing moving. Uh, next quote I have coming up for you guys is Spencer, and this is Blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had a, a drink though right now. Grown in sexy mode, so. <laughs> now I lay you down, not to sleep. My goddess, my queen, you are my Virgin Mary, and I am God to teach. By morning time, when I have finally laid you to rest, every seed in your pomegranate would have submitted to my death. So come into my garden, let me submerge and baptize you with ointments mixed with sweet spices and lay you upon the lilies where these hands of gold can perform like a cunning workman. And as my lips press firmly against your rose and full in bloom and my messy taste parts them and get introduced to your cinnamon flavor, how quickly time can get lost when savoring a taste that is better than a fine wine, a cool mint. Blown in the air while earlobes are like honeysuckle being sucked A wet trail. This time mixed with a lactose-based substance as I come to thy table that is like a round goblet waiting for a mint and milk mixture. Thighs. Thighs as smooth as marble while glistening with the scent of a sweet oil being parted and unfolding like Moses parting at Red Sea. That glorious place of Jesus' birth. And I speak to that place. And you baptize my misty taste over and over. Then you draw me unto you and we ride like a company of horses pulling Pharaoh's chariot. Time and time again, time and time again, time and time again until you charge me with blessings of God. Until you charge me with blessings of God. Until you open your eyes and see that God and I are one, and you baptize me with your nectar from that altar holy place. I am unto you like a cluster of camp forward trees, engulfing every existence of me, choking you from within until my cup runneth over with light, and I baptize you with the coconut colored sap being mixed in with my cinnamon flavor. Laid you down, not to sleep. My goddess, my queen, you are my Virgin Mary, and I am God to teach. By morning time, when I had finally laid you to rest, every seed from your pomegranate would have submitted to my child.
maybe it wouldn't have ended out this way. I still love you, baby. Yet you're still you're still walking away. Why didn't I let you do you?
the original poetry after dark, Saturday doing our thing, no ordinary love. I went ten minutes left in the show, and yes, yes, we must continue to hang them all and hang up. In the midst of storms, out of dark clouds come pain drops. Can't see him coming down my eyes But if Sean Carter can make a song cry I'll make this poem mourn Not sorrow over death But tears shed every time a new soul is born And to send forms from dust See in the beginning He's drawn away of his own lust and enticed Then when lust hath conceived It brings forth sin And sin when it is finished brings forth death A vicious cycle in which only the blood of the lamb Will ultimately protect But this is for those who feel as if they've been left all alone those who, like me, have to play Stephen enduring the ubiquitous casting of stones, yet when we look up, we don't see the Son of Man standing at the Father's right hand. And don't think I'm getting pessimistic now, but when suburbia meets the ghetto, this is how the tears sound. Once voted best looking at I.T. Norcom High School is now an attitude. Sleep the facial cheeks pressed close to the ground. Beef is New Orleans circa 2005 on into 2006. Michael Brown, Ray Nagin, George W. Bush, Catherine Blackwell, and Vice President Dick all in the mixed emotions enclosed within a dome filled with terror and poverty. Those in need of significant health care being attended to improperly, making it hard to see God's sovereignty during this no world order. Oh, New Orleans, we dance with you. We knew all about your lasciviousness and voodoo practices that we took a chance with you. And though it looks bad, know that Jehovah has his hand on you. See, it is written, warn to him that is alone when he falls because he has no one to help him up. So he kneeled down saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup, I can't. I can't see him coming down my eyes. But the cries of little boys being molested by men still exist. Being touched improperly until they emit a painful white liquid, having no idea what's going on with their bodies. And that thought is enough to leave holes in my heart like a direct pellet blast from a sawed-off shoddy. See, the other boys in the hood gain a fascination with guns. And I know because I was one who watched my old heads make gaining illegal funds look fun. And sure, my father took me to see men like Dr. Ben, but I gained more satisfaction. And knowing that if I watched daddy close enough, I learned the smoothest way to make a hand-to-hand transaction. And if he wasn't a rolling stone, Papa rolled with cats who sold stones. And I don't know if it was the feds or rival dealers, but Papa's role as a man of the house could no longer be fulfilled in his own home because he had to slide to upstate PA. So I thank God in advance for the salvation of a man who once sold more weight than a fitness category on eBay. Yet we stay away from showing each other affection, and I can't. I can't see him coming down my eyes. So I gotta make this poem cry freedom. Ooh, that's liberation twice. We need to fight for our rights to live a fruitful life. So if you see my fist up, it's to combat depression and risk cuts. And it's not that I forgot about our ancestors and the Europeans that whipped us, but in a nation as such, we can't afford to look at any man and refuse to lift up. You see, isolation is not God, it's us, which goes back to the lust that is conceived and eventually leads to death. So finding rest within strife rests upon realizing that life is changed for and brought to you by the following, Jesus Christ. And though you fell more than twice, the tears don't have to come from your eyes, so don't mourn. See, God knows we're naughty by nature, and once again, it's on. The pain drops.
After Dirty Poets is on the mic, we have about an hour left in the show. And just want to direct everyone to the new launch site of poetryafterdark.com. Um, and your first time, please feel free to go over there and check it out. Um, a lot of good information and just a place for poets only spoken with artists to, you know, network and, and do their thing. So definitely check it out. It's www.poetryafterdark.com. Appreciate the love. Next up is Khan and Mother's Love. When I was 17, my play sister told me that she dated men based on the relationships they had with their mothers. That statement left me dumbfounded like a five-year-old trying to comprehend Marxism. Because before my mother could whisk me away to my first day of school, make me memorize scales on her scarlet oak piano, or teach me the rights, wrongs, facts, fallacies, reasons for love, she died. Your empathy, I don't need. I had a grandfather and a grandmother. I was raised well, and even though my grandmother tried to carefully crochet fibers of proper values into my mind, a young black hip-hop team from a city that whites have forgot, that wears his back pockets nod and his mid-aimed backwards finds it hard to relate to a woman who's from an era where blacks can't vote. 
After football practice one evening, the wings of cancer stripped of her skin before I even had a chance to kiss her cheek goodbye. Your sympathy, I don't need, because for the next seven years, I stood on my grandfather's sandpaper shoulders in my quest for manhood. I gutted every predator disguised as peer pressure. I wore responsibility like it was tailored linen. I hunted lions, put their heads on spears. He told me I was the reason that he made it to 79 years. However, when you're 17 years old and you've been robbed of your own personal mother Mary, that moonlight of male, female relationships feels kind of scary. Nobody to walk you through those first kisses, those first dates, no female model of comparison. So my girlfriend told me for knowing it drips from the tip of her tongue. Con, there's more to love than romantic poems and delivered roses. I replied, well, if it is, why don't you show me? Better yet, why don't you teach me? Because I'm 28 going on 60 fast and I doubt if I'm allowed to enter my next life without having loves. Proper meaning firmly in my grasp. And I'm sorry I waited so long, but I just put up enough courage to ask someone to help me. I've been in the forest for 10 years, and I still can't tell the birds from the poison ivy. And my best friend, Kareem, called me last night and told me that the most beautiful things about this woman was that she embodied the morals of his mother. And instead of being happy for my friend, I was jealous, like a six-year-old forced to stay in the classroom during recess. And the main reason I've had problems with men, this lack of understanding, is because it means that I'm not a man yet. Even though I've walked the earth wearing crocodile masks, Teflon skin, father of the seed, worked two jobs at a time, ripped motherfuckers' spines out their backs. If a man does not know love, he can't call himself a man. So one day, dear, when my mother's tears are trying to pierce through this glass house we call a relationship, and you're looking at me with crimson lines of frustration raining through your eyes, maybe we can pitch a tent in a pecan tree, unlock the book of Corinthians, jar up some fireflies. And you can teach me how to love because I don't want to die not knowing.
the original poetry after dark. Fifty-four minutes left in the show. We're gonna keep doing it. Like, shout out to the chat room. Thank you all for sitting with me tonight. Definitely got on my red light. As I said earlier in the show, tonight's show was brought to you by Moscato. Keep it going. Mark Marcel. Next call, stepping up to the mic in next lifetime. Uh, I don't even need to know his name All I got to go on is the location, time, and date And I'll be there Whether it was in Northeast Asia or in Hutton, that's how I If I just had to go through all the bandit systems Searching through the walls again, I'll find him Whether he was in Harlem selling dimes Or in Mississippi cutting out holes in white sheets whether he was some scholar from Yale or the other just graduated the jail cells. I'll smell the trail that just leads back to the essence of the first line I ever wrote in my poetry. And I'll find him. I have an eye on him in spirit form, holding on like mothers when their sons hit corner streets. Whether he was just some politician or another heroin victim, I'll be there. Just in case I had to catch him slipping and creep up on him and tell him about the man he used to be. And I won't even need a picture. I'll be able to recognize myself by seeing the drive in his eyes. The look when I walk into these venues. With the idea changing someone's life on my mind With a bag full of books and CDs Like, like I was just carrying around my life with me And you can just see it in my poems Like, like I just slid it in my poems And let the ink bleed So it's all in my veins But maybe it's not all in veins Cause I've healed more souls than hospitals Cure heartbeats And I know this From all the life getting back to me So I'll find them Whether he was drunk Holding on to memories Or some young woman Getting raped by male teachers I'll be there and tell her how she just had the balls to get in this car and drive across the country And just ignored all the benefits corporate America gives and said, fuck it I'll do this shit even if Russell never walks into one of these spoken word events and Left my name being echoed off the venue walls just for the words And sticking to the earlobes of cats who never got the chance to see me perform And they wouldn't have to ask their friends about me anymore They can hear my life and the residue I left for them on the floor And wouldn't have to secretly dissect my hustle just to see how long you can live off your arm and I swear, whenever I get the chance to see myself again, I tell him, you gotta put your soul in it. Like, like God just paid you a visit. Like seven novels and 1,700 poems in my first three years of writing was just the beginning. Come on, people, I'll find him, even if he never writes a single sentence. I saw him how I used to show up with ten in the venue, feeling like now was a good night to throw the towel in. But it must have been a night someone just knew I was on the verge of quitting. Because they just trapped me down just to tell me, fuck the numbers. I was making a difference. So I'll tell him, I'll tell him how hard he used to write Like God just did and to put something in it with enough heart They could pump the air back into the lungs of spirits And I'll tell him how he did it I'll explain to him how angels used to show up in the flesh After some of his poetry events And have conversations with him Prophesizing his life and reminding him of the man he is And I'll tell him everything My crime, my life the heartache, the joy, the pain, the strain, my family, my friends, some of them who turned out to be life's lessons, my testaments, people who I've touched and relationships I've been in, my one night stands, and of course the times that I fell in love with myself again, and even if the Lord had it that I wait warm in the cemetery for 500 years, I'll be there, waiting for the moment to where he starts to slip, and I'll find him, whether if he was just another people who's gonna run, or alone in dark corners with a shotgun, I'll be there. Tell him about the man he used to be Just so he can hear all about the man He can become
And they don't stop, and they gonna quit the original poetry after dark doing this thing. Forty-four minutes left in the show, and we gonna go with divinity and homicidal thoughts. Straight cheese rhymes. I make these. Whack MCs. I hate these. Radio consistently play these generic. Gimmicky compositions got me pulling the ink off my sheets and slapping cats with my parentheses. Filling yeah. these listeners of yeah. lyricism with BS, yeah. polluting their yeah. paragraphs yeah. with materialistic yeah. philosophy, yeah. pouring propaganda into the mind of the influentialists. Detrimental, this gets me violent, crawling through 200 degrees sand in search of an oasis in this desert of hip hop. I'm on a quest to quench my thirst with verse that is creative, but all that's in the atmosphere is money and bitches, jewelry, illegal activity, squandering green back from mere possessions it gets me agitated i'm irritated aggravated i'm ready to spit wisdom pour knowledge in your kool-aid i'm ready to murder these so-called murderous mcs yo you ain't a drug trafficker you make your money off of mediocre metaphors laced with make-believe massacres you're not a rapper you a character got me ready to attack you rivals with a rifle loaded with semicolons and exclamation points and pop off until you get the point because sometimes i get homicidal thoughts Nine millimeters of rhymes be committing crimes in the back of the mind And when my tongue cocks back on the hammers of hot raps I bust off quicker than an impotent senior citizen Assassin feminine, got you hesitant to hold your pen I got that dime flow with nickel-plated sentences Ghost writing for my nemesis and charge high percentages I'm a simile specialist with vests that bulletproof her Infected with the verbal tumor, I'm sick Injecting my virus on your computer just so you can download my hot flow. Y'all beg me to sneeze on your loose leaf sheets and blow my nose in your inadequate prose. Hell no. Black roads like I who rode the Underground Railroad because I refuse to slay for radio play. And I refuse to hear the nonsense you got coming my way. I can tell by the way you write. You must be wine, love Jones, and play brother to the night. Recite that shit till you get it right. Am I right? Of course I am, you ignorant, arrogant Africans. Cut your shenanigans. You're a lyrical embarrassment. Have you vanished into slow like Napster on the internet Keep coming with the corny poetry You'll be in a hole See, deep like six feet It's unattractive Drop so much shit You flow laxatives I'm the adolescent With a flow so abundant It assassinates the game's redundance I'm above it Stop playing Your amazing phrasing Was really a fabrication Of articulation Defacing realness with the basics You play like Michael's pigmentation Your skill is a figment Of your A&R's imagination If you just wrote some rhyme That you have in your mind Instead of conforming To the norm that you heard All the time You'd be fine but in the meantime, I'll be in the audience, not applauding your fraudulence and make you my rival with thoughts homicidal. Because sometimes, just sometimes, I get homicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm.
the original poetry after dark. Let's get closer. Atlantic Star doing this thing. And that request, I am going to say a piece. I mean, I really don't like to play my pieces, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going to do it. 36 minutes left in the show, the poetry, and this one is titled On the Other Side. Keep it going. My vitals are out of control. Flowing down your drain. My tongue yearns for a taste of your love. On the other side, it's blazing with all the natural flavors. Craving for my favorite tree. Discreetly, I call on you. It's like Calgon taking me away. In the morning, I'm singing as we lay. This thing. Like Jodeci, baby, just stay. You and I are radiant. More radiant than the springtime in May. Speaking in a song only we can interpret. It's so good, so good, that I will never forget. My love binds with you, connected longer than the ocean seas. Beggars can't be choosy, so please, make all time freeze. And take me, oh, somewhere beyond the rainbow. Lies our love and sensual ties. As the waves rise and my heart abides, taking it all in stride on the other side. It's so obsessive, and usually I'm the one to be the aggressor. But no, you taught me the professor. Class 101 ecstasy is now in. Let me win you over, become the teacher's pet. Don't look for that apple, for I have something else that's wet. Bet, do me on the table. Or better yet, on your labels Let me make that grade Never shade because I'll behave as long as you give So excited, I'm trembling and I can't keep still For he, he fills me up So good, it's the overflowing cup So baby, have this dream
Change it. Change it, Anita. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about right there. The original poetry after dark, if you're not getting it, and I don't know what to tell you. Next Friday, back by popular demand, the poetry is going to throw down one of the most grand old school battles ever brought to the edge. So definitely tune in and check out www.poetryafterdark.com to know who's going down in that battle. Next four seven up to the mic tonight will be Deja and Temptation. Tempestuous thoughts of your soaking image clouds my mental. Across from me, I uncontrollably glance your way every few seconds, knowing that you know that I want our eyes to meet. You oblige, and this is how our day has begun. Do I play with the fire when I know the heat will burn my soul? You see, I am a spiritual man who fears God and at the same time has a wife who faithfully waits at home. But you are beautiful. Self screams in my ears. Have a little fun and satisfy lust, even if afterwards you have to shed a few tears. The spirit talks just as loud to remind me of all that is at stake. My family, respect. My relationship with God and this mission will be identified as nothing more than fake. But as self screams again, my losses seem minimal because my main desire has become you. To experience what you can give, I'll do whatever I have to. Flirtatious looks, you cast out your bait, got me hooked. Pulling me in, temperance on low, self-control you completely took. Now you have left me in the valley of decision. Knowing where I started or how to begin again. gesture which called for me has set me on a path destined to be your slave. But as I advance closer to your way, I know that I'm closer to my end because I'm on the pathway to my grave. With every footstep I take, I become more nervous, awaiting God to strike me down to prevent this sin from occurring between us. I walk closer, but I seem to get further. For my conscience will not let me gain access to this temporal pleasure. Now I know you can see the struggle within my face. But it seems you enjoy my fight. Because you wish to gain control of my will. Have my worship for you clearly in front of your sight. But spiritual eyesight has now endowed me with spiritual insight. To notice your once enchanting smile was subliminally demonic. For I am finally seeing you as you are. An agent of the enemy sent. Your aim? To seek and destroy. Using tempting words to identify me as your love toy. Oh, you'll ease my mind, help me unwind from any worries I have. I 
will be free. <laughs> Baby, the words sound good, but the problem with this contract is the fine print read that my full satisfaction was not guaranteed. And I wonder in which part would your promises lack. Probably in all, so I'd rather decline and accept heaven's high and watch my step to prevent my fall. At one point, I was sure that within you I would have more, but the blessings of living within my life proved that it wasn't worth dying for. Lead you to the fire.
Left in the show. We're going to keep this moving. Sean Grant, to be honest. To be honest, sex was never a problem for me. It was all so innocent. It seemed. <laughs> see, it all started for me with a closed door and exposed doors on bright screens. My bad, my bad. I mean, misguided females doing horrorous things. <laughs> it's a shame to find out that the true whore was me. I was the one prostituting myself, giving in to everything that said, click me or come see. And unfortunately, it drew me in so easily. I could see it now, there was me. Supposedly a godly team, but struggling with something that's so much bigger than he is. See his, temptation was to sneak his. Little behind in the dark rooms, get online and seek his. Perfect image. And what works for him is a woman that uses her body to work for livings. He didn't see anything wrong with treating women like they were employees of the minute. I was about to get obscene in a minute. I seen scenes so vivid, not even my weakened vision could keep me from sinning. It soon turned from a weakened thing into a secret that I couldn't keep keeping in. I knew something was missing. 
But I kept searching and clicking, thinking that one of these girls could make me feel something different. None of them did it. And soon what was virtual turned to a reality. I thought I was through. That had to be it. But the same sin carried over and grabbed me again. The same image of women and me giving myself to any of them that even looked in my direction. I may have been in need of emotional protection, but sex was never a problem for me. I ain't go all the way. Well, let me explain. You remember your first marijuana kiss? You know, the one that was like a gateway drug to other bodily addictions? See, it started off simple. But now when it's not around, you have them withdrawal symptoms. See, I never meant to get high. I only needed a puff every now and then to get me by. But after a while, it seems like it wouldn't even feel right unless I laced it with a little something extra to fill time. And while my kisses slowly turning the touches, as my mind rested on the fact that she was on her back, while I slide closer and closer to her virginity, voices screaming within me, she's not yours. Don't touch her, leave her alone. I ain't listening. All that was on my mind was trying to find a new position to sit in so I could somehow find what I was searching for. How could I have missed it? Wait, let me try that again. No, that's not it. There must be more. I see that she's searching, but I already know I don't have what she's looking for. But I can't let her know. I can't let her go, because if I do, I have to go back to the way things were. But I was lonely before her. So this must be right. Bodies intertwined, however, slightly nervous, because I think I just heard some footsteps in the distance. Or maybe it was just the wind. Or maybe it was just a sin that was rushing in, but I wasn't worried because sex was never a problem for me. I knew what not to do. I read the card. I would not have sex before marriage, and if I already have, I would never go at it again. Sign my name with a pen. But what it didn't explain was all the sensuous ways that a hips would say, what a lisp would say. See, the problem for me was that neither pregnancies or threat of diseases could hold me back from it. I was grappling with deeper things. I soon realized I needed something other than me for this. So I pleaded with Christ and went to see for it. But before I could blink, I was right back in. Same sin, same thing again. Same women's friend around me mingling. Back to the same kisses, which led me right back to the same issues. Closed door, exposed pores, closed phone to the floor. How dare I have the audacity? I had to deal with Jesus asking me, are you the pimp or is she the hoe? Is anything planted outside of my will can I grow? But instead of listening to Jesus, we just lay down slow. So I guess to be honest, sex has always been a problem for me. I haven't had unprotected sex in my mind since the age of 13, where I can see premarital lies and contracted spiritually transmitted disease. It hurts to think of all the girls who's been infected by me. I finally came to the point where I fell face flat on the floor. This can't be there. This can't be all there is to life. There had to be more. I had to do something different. I had to get back to my vision. God is living in me. I have to get back to right living. I thought I was the one writing my own script, and I thought I had real life when it was really just fiction. I had to let God take the pen from my hand and compose me a new composition. He had to show me what godly penmanship is. But don't be fooled. See, me as a Christian, I'm not yet well written. I'm just spelled different. So I guess the thing is, for me, what made a difference is when I finally admitted that sex was a problem for me. So be honest with me. 
How many of y'all can honestly say sex is not a problem for you? Just to leave everything, everything. 